welcome back to the Indian Podcast. If you've been missing Matt, he's back for an episode. I'm back. He's I've back, complained, baby. I've complained enough. I'm I'm back on the podcast. Well, if you don't know the whole story, me and Jordan actually work together. Um, so we share an office. So we're together. We spend many long hours together. And Matthew doesn't work with us, so he doesn't yeah. have the opportunity to jump in as much. I join much in to when his I can. Chagrin. Yeah, I try on the Instagram live, but. Okay, so what we're going to do today is do a quick point projection for the Flames, just kind of um, individually looking at what we expect from them offensively. Um, It's kind of an interesting question because I think last year a lot of people kind of perceived that certain players overachieved a lot in terms of their goal and point totals, which some of them kind of did, like Goudreau. I don't think he should have scored as many goals as he did, same as Lindholm. So we're just going to kind of go, um, we're just going to each kind of individually did a list of point projections and goal projections. We're just going to go through that. Please don't take this as as fantasy advice. Yeah, it's not fantasy advice. It's just based off our opinions. and. Yeah, we just want to look at like who, what we expect from each player offensively this year. Yeah, Um, and and for leaks on our list still because he's still on the team apparently. Because apparently nothing is ever going to happen again. And we're we're just going to roll with this team. We're not going to sign Kachuk. Maybe we should take Kachuk off the list because he's never going to sign. It's (laughs) crazy. Probably can't right now. But Okay, so my projections are based off of... I took, I stole Sean Tierney. If you follow him on Twitter, he is like a, what is he? He's a data guy. He's a hockey yeah, Dan- data he's a analytics. analytics guy. Anyways, he has point projections for each team and each player up on his, uh, his like uh, data visual site. Anyways, I stole his uh, finalized point projection totals and then I reverse engineered it and based my goal projections off of that. So essentially what I did was I averaged out each player's expected goal total from last year. So expected goal is just a stat that measures how many player how many goals a player would be expected to score based on a bunch of variables like shot quality, shot quantity, where it's shot on the ice, shit like that. So it's kind of a, an advanced metric. And then I averaged that out with the player's career goals to point ratio. So how many, how much percentage of their points in their career have been goals? So it's an average of expected goals and then the average like goal to assist ratio per year. So I don't know if this is going to work. I just thought, hey, maybe that'd be a cool way to go about it. I don't know. Because then it kind of takes, it takes the recency of last year's expected goals. And then it also kind of like modifies them with a career average type. Yeah. Type statistics. So I don't know. We'll yeah. see. We'll see how way off they are at the end of the year. And that's his list anyways. Mine, mine is based a little bit more of my opinion and just over the past couple of years, what was expected and how they actually, well, how yeah, it actually turned out. Right. So it, it, I didn't quite go into all the advanced analytics, but I looked at their past, past well, yeah, couple I, of years. And, and, I, and, and I have a few guys on here who I will project to be better or worse than just like the mathematical equation would spit out because like a guy like Dylan Dubé is going to play way more probably and probably have more chances. So I didn't just totally rely on pure formulas and equations. Anyways, okay, let's start. We're going to go top to bottom, I guess. Yeah. Um, So we're going to start with Johnny Gaudreau. We both have him at the top of our list. I have him at the top in points, but not as the top in goals. Do you? Yeah, that's the same as me. Okay, so why don't you give your goal and point projections? Yeah, so as of right now, I have Johnny at 31 goals and 96 points. Yeah, I have him. So it's kind of weird last year because he did, he scored a shit ton of goals. He scored 36, which is pretty high for him. Yeah. Um, his, just for reference, his expected goals last year was tw- was just over 26. So he, he scored almost 10 more goals than was expected. And most players do score more goals than their expected goals would let on. But um, the variance of being like 10 
more is a little high. So I have his goal projection at 29 and his points project projected at 93. Oh, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought you would actually go a lot higher than that. You know what? I could see it. Yeah, well, he, he could potentially be over 100 points. Like, obviously, he's at 99 last year. And it was a little bit of a breakout year, but he's. I could he's a good see player. it. The only reason I think he maybe falls falls off a bit was again he sc he scored goals at a higher rate than expected last year, and his shooting percentage was a little higher than his career shooting percentage. So again, he's still gonna get a he's still gonna get a ton of uh, time like offensive ice time on the power play and stuff like that. So I don't see any reason for him to not be in the ninety range, but I could see maybe just like a few points here and there dropping off if he doesn't keep up with the goal total. So. We'll see. Yeah, and that makes sense to me. Like I, I put him at sixty-five assists too, which is two more than he had last year. So, it, I, I both agree. It's kind of, you're not expecting him to score quite as much, but I'm still expecting him to dish it out and get. Monaghan I mean, I could and, totally see yeah. him scoring over a hundred points this year, but just based on his career trajectory, he's probably going to be in the ninety to hundred range. Yeah. So I got ninety-three points projected right and ninety-six. I got under thirty goals, but we'll see. I guess. Okay, who do you got second? So second, I have Sean Monaghan. Yeah, he's second for me. And I have him at 35 goals on the year and 80 points total. So he had 34 goals last year and 82 points last year. I have him projected at 37 goals Ooh. and 77 points. So a, a point drop off, but a goal increase. Yeah. So he's actually, he's he's a good shooter, man. Well, like, he's, oh, that, that goal the other year. When he was on what one do you mean knee, the other year, all of his goals. Well, I know, but he was one in particular that stands out to me where he's on one knee and he just like it looked like Joe Sackick out there. It was like the perfect goal scoring goal where the puck comes to him off of a rebound. He's on one knee and he just roofs it. it so in perfect. terms of expected goals, he was actually right like in the in the same area last year. So his expected goal total last year was thirty four point four four, and he had thirty four goals. So yep. he was like right right on point. So I don't see any reason why he doesn't. Um, he doesn't stay in that 34 to 38 range. His career shooting percentage is, is pretty high, so he's a sharpshooter. So um, I, I see him being able to score a few more goals. So I've got him projected at 37. Did I say 37? Yeah, you said 37. 37 goals, 77 points. Yeah. Sweet. So All right, who's third on your list? Third in, in points on my list is Matthew Kachuk. Okay, yeah, me too. And I have him... At 35 goals, the same as Monaghan, All right. and 75 points total. Okay, so last year, Kachuk had 34 goals. He had 43 assists, 77 points. He had a hell of a year. His shooting percentage was a touch high. It was 16.4. Um, career, it's 13.2. So, And his expected goals last year was, was almost 28. So that's where I've got him for this year. I've got him at 29 goals. But I don't know. This is... This, I could see him definitely getting over 30, seeing that he's like hitting his prime right now. Yeah, I, I'd say that's probably a little low for him anyways. The only reason I'm I'm kind of sticking with like the 28 to 30 goal range for him is just because he still doesn't see those quality minutes that Gaudreau would get just because he is like the second left winger. If he spends time on the top line, considerable time on the top line, I could see his numbers going through the roof. But as it stands right now, like if he's still kind of getting those minutes behind Gaudreau, yeah, he's probably in the twenty-eight to thirty-two-ish reason for me. So and I'm I've thinking got him at twenty-eight goals, seventy-one points. Yeah, I'm thinking he'll end up get some get some time on that top line once he actually does sign. So I went one more goal than last year, thirty-five. Yeah, and yeah, again, I similar with Gaudreau. Like, 
I, I don't see why he can't be better. It's just if I had to project it right now, he's probably like 30. I have 28 goals, so 28 to 30 goals, 70 to 75 points. Yeah. All right. Next, please. All right. Next on my list for points is Elias Lindholm. Yeah, so he's the guy I think we both expect to fall off, right? Yeah. Like he, last year, he had 27 goals, 78 points. Yeah. And this year, I predict that he'll get 25 goals. And 65 points in total. Yeah, so I'm kind of in the same range. So my predictions, I have him at 20 goals and 60 points. Yeah, 20 and and 40. I, th- I kind of think it's to be expected just based on his career. Like he's literally like been a 40-point guy his whole career, and then he just jumped up last year playing with Gaudreau and Monaghan. Yeah. So I don't know. It's going to be really interesting. He's the interesting one to see um, if he can keep up that first line point, almost point per game pace. I don't know if he can. His shooting percentage was f- almost five percent higher than it was, or um, last year than it was over his career. And his expected goals, he scored. Um, he scored twenty seven last year. His ex- individual ex- expected goals was nineteen point eight three. So he overachieved a little bit in goal scoring. Um, so I still think he is a sixty. 60- a 65 point guy maybe 70 yeah. if he's getting that extended ice time with Gaudreau and Mahanan if he plays on the top line for the majority of the year he's probably still looking at like 70 points but I would guess he's probably closer to 60 so I have him at 20 goals 60 points well and if he plays like he did in the first half of last year well, he, yeah cow. his shooting percentage was nuts in the first half of last not even the first half like the first two months he was shooting well over 20 percent so that just to me suggests that he's probably going to drop off a little bit it's just a matter of how much probably Yep. So I have him at sixty-five points. So I think I think we're both on the same page. Where you look at like Kachuk and Gaudreau and Monahan, they I feel like they can probably keep up similar totals to last year. Maybe not quite as high, but Lindholm does seem to be the one who is a candidate for regression for sure. Yep. All right. Who's All right. next? Next on my list is uh, Mark Giordano. <laughs> Did we look? What a, go- we what a year he list. had! Holy shit. He had 74 points last year. Can you believe that shit? Unbelievable. So I have his point total dropping off a cliff, but you go first. (laughs) Mine's not off a cliff. It's down a little bit lower. So I have him at 15 goals and 65 points. Yeah, mine's lower than that. Yeah, so I I still think he'll be able... Like, I believe he's an elite defenseman. Yeah, I don't think he's going to drop off as much as people think. No, I don't think so either. He's been gradually getting better and better, but last year he blew it up. You know what? We're going to have to do a podcast about this because we've been talking about this last few weeks. It's like, what is it with the defenseman seemingly like, because there's this revolution in hockey going on where it's like all of the stars who are forwards are literally like peaking at 24 and like can't even play by the age of 28. But with defensemen, that doesn't seem to be happening. Oh, yeah. Well, how old's Gio? He's 34. 35. Yeah. Like, and he had the best year by far of his life. And again, life. like, who are the best defensemen in the league? Probably guys like Carlson, Giordano, even Hedman's like 28. Yeah. So it's just kind of weird that it's just like we're seeing this insane revolution in how young and fast forwards are like the stars and the most valuable pieces up front. But then on defense and even in net a little bit, it's kind of like that shift hasn't been happening really. I don't know. Maybe that's just me kind of like spitballing, but we'll have to do a full pod just looking at that because it's well, kind of interesting. Yeah, it seems that way anyways. But anyways, I do have, have I do have Mark Giordano kind of falling off a bit of a cliff. So I still think his goal total will be about the same. But again, I don't know. Like he's still going to see a, a ton of power play yeah, time. Yeah, he'll be on the top power play all year. So I have him projected at uh, 14 goals and 47 points. 
Oh, way less, yeah. eh? Holy cow. I don't know. It's just like, man, he could, he's old. <laughs> well, I don't know, though. I don't know. His training and everything is so good. Like, the way, the way he trains in the offseason and when he comes to camp, like, he gets better every year. So, I don't I don't think he'll fall off that much. I don't know. And I, I think his play, I think he'll still use just as valuable as the team in terms of defensive play. But, I mean, ugh, dude, like, I don't know. I just can't see him being, like, I don't know. I could definitely see him getting more than 47 points. But, um, and I think his goal total stays the same because his shooting percentage was was about right in line where it's it's career 7.7 last year was 7.5 so i don't expect his goal scoring to fall off too much but i don't know i could i could see him i could he's he and lindholm are the guys that are are primed for for a bit of regression so um again i totally think he could still be a 60 60 point guy but i can't see a 35 going on 36 year old defenseman getting 70 almost 80 points again next year so we'll see though you never know you never do know. That's the beauty of sports. Yep. <laughs> okay, uh, next on my list, uh, it's probably the next on yours too, actually, is Michael Backlund. Yep. And I have him at 20 goals Okay. and 45 points. Yeah, so he actually is one of the guys who, that sounds about right, he is one of the guys who actually kind of underachieved last year in terms of goal scoring. Um, his expected goals was um, was twenty two point four nine, so twenty two twenty three, and he had twenty one goals. So he's probably looking at like he should have scored maybe a goal or two more last year. Um, so I've got him projected just because he is a year older. I've got him projected at um, no, I got him projected at twenty goals and forty four points, which yeah. I don't know. That's forty four points from your second line center isn't super encouraging. No. No, it's not. Well, I don't know. He's really good defensively, though. Like, he does a lot more than just get points for your team. But, yeah, I don't know. Just looking at his averages, he was averaging right around 45 points for quite a while, yeah. right? So, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking anyways. Yeah, we'll see. Like, if he – that's why I think a lot of people think, like, it would really be nice to add one more guy to the top six who can – Like, one more centerman. Even a centerman, and yeah. maybe he slots down. I don't know, just from a scoring perspective. Because, again, like, even if even – if one of Gaudreau, Monaghan, Kachuk, Lindholm, or Giordano like regresses a little bit this year. Like that could be. No, it makes a big difference. That could be problematic team. in terms of scoring goals. Yeah. So, if um, you look at Backlund, if he was a third line center, he'd probably be the best third line center in the league. Yeah. But a second line center, he's like great, kind of in the middle of the pack. Well, from a production standpoint, like, yeah. But like, he's great at driving play and he's great defensively, but actually scoring, he's a little, he's a little on the lower end. So. Yep. All right. Here's my. Who do you have next? Because I think we're going to differ here. Yeah, I, I think we will. So yeah. I have Noah Hannafin oh. or next in points. Close to me. I have Hannafin next after this guy. Okay. So let's just do Hannafin and I'll get to mine in a minute. Okay. So, so what do you have for Hannafin? So Hannafin, I have him getting seven goals mm-hmm. and 30 assists for for 37 points. All right. I'm like almost the exact same. So just for reference, he had five goals, 28 assists, and 33 points last year. I have him coming in at... Seven goals and thirty-six points. He yeah. gets a he gets a shit. He's a volume shooter, so he gets a shit ton of shots. Well, I think I think this next year, I think he's gonna get a lot more time on the power play. Even if they do go back to the one-three-one on the second second power play, I don't know unit, if he will. I don't know. You don't think so? I think maybe he could be a candidate there. I don't know. I'd rather see Rasmus Anderson there though, myself. Yeah, but I don't know. It's probably between him and Rasmus. 
His expected goal differential, the goal dif- or his goal expected goal differential last year was 1.79. So he probably should have had, he underachieved a little bit in terms of goal scoring. So yeah, I could see him scoring a couple more goals. Um, so yeah, I've got him at 36 points. Yeah. All right. And I'm going to get the guy I had between um, Hannafin and Backlund is Andrew Mangiapane. Ooh, you have him high, hey? I have him projected 15 goals and 39 points. 15 goals, 39 points. No way. That I, That's pretty bold. But I would love to see him actually have that in the whole year. Well, I just think, like, based on how he played last year in a really limited role, if he gets any time in the middle six or even in the top six, like, I've been saying, like, I'd be really curious to see him on the second line right wing. Or even if you try... Um, if you try moving around some guys, if Lindholm's not going to play on the top line, it maybe try slotting him in there. So I think I think if he gets any extended time, even in the middle six, even if he gets a solid chunk of the year on playing between the third and second lines, he could be a threat to score because he scored eight goals last year in forty four games. So like even pro rated, he's probably looking at and that was like playing on the fourth line most of the time yeah. with like very limited power play time. So I think even fifteen goals could be conservative. I really could see him being like a 20-goal guy given the opportunity. So I've got him at 15 goals, uh, 39 points. Yeah, I would, I would love to see that. On my list, though, he's a little bit lower than that. So I have him listed as 13 goals and 27 points. Not too much lower, though. There's only two goals less. Yeah, so his scoring I, I thought would be up there because, I honestly, he's a good player. Like, last year he played 44 games, and he had eight goals. So like I could I could totally see him pushing fifteen, pushing twenty. Even. Well, I think the concern for me is because again I'm a big proponent of trying him if there's not going to be a trade or a signing or whatever to address the spot on the like the second line right wing. Yeah, I like I like slotting him in there, but I what I think is going to happen based on what Bill said, and again we'll see how training camp shakes down, but he'll probably start this the uh, season on a line according to Peters with Lucic and Derek Ryan. Ooh, yuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that, <laughs> but. Me just guessing, he probably he probably starts the season. Like I could see him playing a lot of the season on the third line. Yeah. Even though he probably should be on the second line, and maybe even see some time on the first line. So, but just, a th- but a third line with like Bennett, Ryan, and Mange. Yeah, like my third line would be would be Sam Bennett. Well, my second line, I'd have him on the second line. Yeah, ideally. But, um, I I can see him playing with Bennett and Ryan on the third line, and apparently Bennett or uh, Ryan and Lucic. So. I, yeah, given the right opportunity, I think he could be a 20-goal guy, but I've got him down for 15 and 39. Yeah. All right, who's next on your list? Next on my list is another defenseman, actually. He's what? TJ Brody. Okay, he's kind of in the same realm as mine. I have him um, I have him next after the next guy on my list. So okay. what do you got for Brody? So I have him getting seven goals okay. and 32 points. Okay, so last year Brody had nine goals and 34 points. Um he overachieved a little bit in terms of goal scoring. His expected goals, uh, his expected goal goal differential was negative two point five six. So yeah, I've got him at six goals and thirty four points. And again, th- that could be dependent on Giordano. Yeah, like if Gio continues to be an unbelievable, uh, just a beast, just a beast. <laughs> like we could see Brody um, reap the rewards of that. We didn't see it too much last year, so. Um, I've got him like literally repeating his point total from last year. So six goals, 34 points. Okay. If he's still on the team. Yeah, I don't know. We'll <laughs> see, knows? I guess. Apparently nothing's ever going to happen. All right, and then I'll tell the guy I had between Hannafin and Brody is Derek Ryan. Because um, yeah. I see him slotting into the third line center. I think he's more effective there than Mark Jankowski. Um, so I have Derek Ryan projected at 11 goals and 35 points. 
He scored 13 goals last year, overachieved a little bit in terms of his, his expected goals. But I could, I could still see him in like that 15 range maybe. Yeah, it depends how he's utilized, I'd If say. they use him on the power play, and if that second power play unit can actually do something this year, oh, he, could, so. he could be in the 13 to 15 range. But I've got him down for like 11 or 12, and then 35 points. Yeah, so I, I, I have him in the same area as you, but I have him more balanced out here. I have him 15 goals and 15 assists for 30 points on the year. Okay. Yeah, and I could see that. Again, if he gets some power play time. We saw him there, but he wasn't super effective for the first bit of the season. Yeah, kind of the second half he started to come come around and Yeah. And again, I think if they if they give him the third line role instead of Jankowski, I think you'll see him he could get a few more goals than we expect him to. So I still got him at eleven, but we'll see. I, I think he could be better. All right, who's next on your list? So I have a few people actually right at thirty. Okay. So I'll I'll just go next one down. On okay, well list. why don't you let me go first? Because I okay. still have some guys who are above thirty. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So I actually have Rasmus Anderson. Mm, so he like played that. last year he had he only had 19 points and two goals um but his expected goals was 4.2 and i think if he's playing like if he's playing where we think he might play some of the year with giordano on the top pairing we could see him be the the beneficiary of playing with mark giordano and i would really love to see him get a look on the second power play manning the second power play mm-hmm. again i really hope they go like you said so the 131 on the second power play it's way more effective because if you remember last year they would do the 131 on the first unit with geo out there and then johnny as the the fourth forward but then on the second unit they would go hanifin brody and it didn't work at all so i would really yeah. like them to do the 131 with anderson on the point there so if he gets some power play time, he could he could put up some points. So here's a bold prediction: I have him scoring four goals and putting up thirty three points. Yeah, I like, that. Anderson, I would like that. I would I would love to see that out of him. I'm like honestly, I'm super close to that too. I have him doing four goals as well, okay, and twenty seven points total. Okay. But like you could see him, you can see him flourish big time if he does get time in the top line. And I think he's on good the power on the power play, power play. Too, right? Yeah, he has would, a wicked shot. I'd like to see oh, him back man. there. Um, so yeah, put him on the power play. Okay. Who's next on your list? I have a couple more at 30, so I'll go next on yours. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So I have Sam Bennett. So I have Sam Bennett coming in. So last year he had 13 goals, 14 assists, 27 points. His expected goals was a little higher than what he got. So his expected goals was 15.41. So 15, 16. Um, so I have him projected at 15 goals and 32 points. Yeah, I, I'm very similar to that. I have him at 15 goals and 30 points. And a lot of people see him as the breakout candidate. We've been through Sam Bennett's history oh, ad nauseum would, on the podcast. I would so. love for him to break out and get like 55, 60 points. If he's a 60-point guy, we are instantly contenders. But Oh, yeah, definitely. Anything you want to hear about Sam Bennett, go listen to the Sam Bennett deep dive. I don't see it happening, but I can, I can kind of see the argument for maybe why he, he could break out, but we'll see. Yeah. We love that guy. All right, and that's it for my 30-point guys. So you go next. All right, so the next 30-point guy I have on here, and this might surprise you, actually, is Mark Jankowski. And well, I don't know if it surprises me because, I mean, he, he, he had, had 32, 32 last, last year. year. Yeah, so I have him getting 12 goals and 30 points. Which, it, it, I don't know. I don't think it's that, like, outrageous to expect no. him to get 12. Like, he's kind of been averaging close to that. So yeah, last season he had he had 14 goals. Did he have 14 goals last 14 year? 14 goals. He had 14 goals last year. How many were empty nets though? Yeah, well he had he had a bunch of shorthanded goals too. Yeah. Um and 32 points. His shooting percentage was 
was it's he's a career 14.1% shooter or 14.3% shooter so he he shot relatively similar to how he has through his career which is only like two years but it's not like he was just riding a hot shooting percentage so I mean the guy can score goals a little bit um the only thing is his expected goals last year was 10.51 so he overachieved by like four goals almost four goals and again that's not like that's not the be all and end all stat it just kind of gives you an indication of like maybe who scored a little more than they should have um so i have him projected at 12 goals and 25 points just because i do see Derek ryan getting that third line spot and getting a little more ice time um jankowski doesn't play in the power play nor i think should he so i don't know i could i see him more as like a kind of 10 20 point guy so i've got him at 12 goals 25 points yeah I could I could see that. Yeah. So, uh, moving on, the next one on my list is how many, the guy, how many points? I I was expecting him to get thirty. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I have a guy twenty nine points. You want me to go next or what? I have one more at thirty. Oh, you do? Yeah, Holy I do. Holy shit. Okay. I know there. I have so many grouped up the same, but uh, so my last guy at thirty points that I have there is Michael Furleek. I think he'll get fifteen goals. If he's, team, if he's on the team, if he's on the very much doubt, we'll just touch on him real quick. Like, yeah. I've got him at twenty nine points. I don't know. Well, I don't know. It depends where he plays. Like, I can't I imagine know. him starting. Like, how do they start the season with him? Unless they trade Jan- Jankowski and Zarnik, or they trade Brody. Like, there's no way they start the team with all no. four of those guys. So, but he did. He did play good last year. He had. He played sixty five games. Goals and he had sixteen goals last year. Sixteen goals. Yeah, so he'd be, like, he would have been a twenty goal guy had he played more. Probably, yeah, so, so I think thirty points for him is pretty conservative. So I've got him at twelve goals, twenty nine points. Yeah, I'm hoping they trade him so they can just sign Kachuk already. All right, goals. I want to do mine next because yeah, mine's interesting. So mine twenty eight points, Milan Lucic. You have him. <laughs> what? How many? Since when? Holy cow. Uh, I, uh, okay. No, you go first. I'll okay. go after. Okay, so. <laughs> I can't believe Just this. to recap, Lucic had six <laughs> goals last year and 14 assists for 20 points. But he shot well below his career shooting percentage. His career shooting percentage is 13.5. He shot 8.1 last year. His expected goals was actually 10.18. So he hmm. his expected goals. So he was getting some quality chances. He just wasn't getting like his shooting percentage was off. So he wasn't getting some bounces. So even though I rag on Milan Lucic, I've got him projected at ten goals and twenty eight points. Oh, I'd love to see it. Oh, I'm... me too. Even though I think he's the worst pickup in history. Yeah, I would love to see that. But just because I okay. I'm just shocked you have him so high after you've been <laughs> just drilling I'm trying, the poor guy. I'm turning over a new leaf. Holy cow. So, yeah, I just, because I think, like, if he does get some middle six minutes, and if he does play on a power play two, and he traditionally has been, been a good shooter, I could see him scoring 10 goals. So, I'm being positive here. I got him at 10 goals. I got him at 28 points. Let's go, Milan fucking Lucic, baby. Well, good for you. I'm glad, I'm glad you have him so high and sweet. I have him at 20 points with six goals, the same as last year. Yeah, that sounds more I'm, accurate. I'm expecting him to be on the fourth line all year, and we'll see if he gets any power play time, but I'm expecting him to do exactly the same as he did last year with 20 points. That sounds pretty accurate. But, I mean, the math I did. Yeah, I know. Like, the, ma- the math never lies. Yeah, it's true. The universal <laughs> language. All right, who math. is next on your list? Holy cow. So I have another defenseman here. Okay. Is Travis Hamannick. Yep. I have him with seven goals. Okay. 
and 20 points. All right, I have him lower in the goals, but uh, higher in the points. So I have him projected at five goals and 22 points. So Hamannick actually scored seven goals last year, but his point total is way lower than I thought. He yeah, only no. had 19 points it's last bizarre. year. It's bizarre. I thought he had way more offense. Like, yeah, I guess he like he doesn't play on the power play at all. Um, so yeah, I guess that makes sense. I just thought it would. I don't know. I never really looked at his offensive numbers. So um, yeah, I've got him at uh, five goals, 22 points, so a little higher than last year. But um, yeah, I mean, not much to say there. He's like the least offensive defenseman on the team. So boring. <laughs> okay, who's right. next? Next, I have. I'm gonna do okay. I'm gonna do Dylan Dubé just because mm-hmm. I do have an asterisk. So I'm gonna give you the number that my kind of like calculated projections put out, and but then I'll give you an actual what I think he's gonna do. Sure. The only problem is I think he's probably not gonna get a sh- fair shake where he sh- where he should be. Um, okay. So based on the projections I did, I have him projected at uh, four goals and 17 points, but I project he has 15 goals. And 25 points. Hmm. Because I expect, like, I don't know. I'm just, I could see him getting some time on the third and even the second line, possibly if we have an injury. And I could see him maybe getting some time on the power play. So he's a prime candidate for for a breakout, I think. Yeah. I, it depends how they utilize him totally. Like, I would, I would, yeah. If he, I could see if him he sits on the fourth easily. line and, like, bounces between the fourth line and the press box all year, then, like, a, I don't think that's a good use of Dylan Dubé. B, that'll really uh, screw with his point total. So yeah. if that's the case, then it's probably closer to the projection I have here with like four goals, 17 points. Mm-hmm. But if they utilize him like I hope they do, and what I think he's capable of, I think he could be like a 10 to 15 goal guy and still put up like 20 to 30 points. So I'll go 15 goals, 10 assists, 25 points for Dylan Dubé. Yeah, I like that. I'm I'm a little bit lower. I guess I'm more conservative with the goals here uh, with Dylan Dubé. I have him with eight goals and 18 points. Yeah, he's but, my my goal guess 15. That's probably way too high. But well, it depends how they use him too. Yeah, like they, if he spends time on the third line and like on the power play. Well, like, one of the most interesting not? lines I thought of was like because I've been doing these line combo variations all the time. Um, if you did, if you if you slot a chuck under the top line with Drew and Monahan, maybe your second line could be. Lindholm between Dubé and Mangiapane. Yeah. That sounds sick. That'd be a fast line. That'd be sweet. So, yeah, I think Dubé could be the guy that we're kind of not not even sleeping on. It's just if he's utilized properly and doesn't just sit on the fourth line all year. And you know what? Even on the fourth line, so if there was a fourth line of Dubé, Jankowski, and Zarnik, I think they could do some damage offensively. That's a pretty skilled yes. fourth line. That is a good fourth line. So my only worry is if it's like Jankowski, Lucic, Dubé for the whole year. And then they kind of just like swap Dubé and Zarnik out. Yeah, it'll be a bit of a rough year, yeah, I think. Yeah, so depending on how many games he's played, where he's, how he's deployed, um, I think he could be a 10-plus goal guy. Um, so, yeah, yeah we'll I'd see. Yeah, lo- I'd love to see it. All right, and then the last, I think we got, what, two more? Just have him. Okay, you have Zarnik. Yeah. Okay, what do you got for Austin Zarnik? Austin Zarnik. I have him at five if goals. If he's on the team. If he's on the team, no. I have him at five goals, 15 points. Yeah, I have him at six goals and 16 points. Again, I don't know. He uh, build showed the propensity not to use him very much last year. Um, he had six goals, twelve assists, eighteen points last year. Um, probably his expected goals was seven, so he probably mm. should have scored. Maybe he probably wasn't getting all the bounces. But I mean, when he, I think he could be utilized better and could be 
Well, he's a he's a good player. Like I like watching him play like, when they I, actually did use again, him. Again, on these line combos I've been doing, I kind of like him if there's a hole at right wing and you're not using Mangiapane there. I kind of like him on the right wing of the second line. Like, he's a good possession player. He generates scoring chances. So he's goddamn again, fast. Similar with yeah, he's so fast. Similar with Dubé, if he's utilized more in a more offensive role and maybe get some power play time. Again, I don't see any reason why he couldn't be a ten plus goal guy. So yeah. I think it's all deployment with guys like Dubé and Zarnik. Um and even well not Oh and Manjapani too. Even Manjapani. So it's kind of those rookies. Those three guys that we're not quite sure where they're gonna slot in yet. I I think they could be their goal totals and point totals will vary based on how they're deployed. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, and then I just have one more Shillington. Yeah, I didn't put Shillington on my I, list. I but didn't. I have. I didn't have Yuso in here just because he's hurt. Yeah, same here. So I have Shillington. So just because he's probably going to play a lot at least to start the year, three goals, fifteen points. Yeah, yeah, that kind of seems about right for him. If he actually does get a whole year in there, mm-hmm. like it depends when Valimaki comes back. Yeah, I'm sure Valimaki will get slotted in as soon as possible. Okay, so now we're going to do the over under based on your list. We're going to take a picture of it. And we're gonna re we're gonna come back to this at the end of the year and see who wins. Yeah. It's what are getting, we betting here? We're betting Should we go with chocolates? Should we stick with what you and Jordan bet, are doing? Let's bet five chocolates. Okay. And it may Or turn, a humiliating Instagram. Or maybe we'll if we'll have the playoff tickets. Sure. Okay, there let's do that. Yeah, baby. That's way more fun. Yeah. Playoff tickets. One playoff game. Yep. Okay. All right, so let's go Johnny Gaudreau. Let's go Let's go over-under based off your list. Okay, so I have him at 96 points. Okay, I have, I'll have. i take the under. So he's going under. Yeah. I'm going to go over. Okay. You don't have to always... You go with what you want, though. Oh, yeah. Don't, I, don't, <laughs> obviously. No, you don't just go like based off what I say and do the opposite. Well, do you want me to go first? Would that you, make you, you go feel first? Because you're you'll 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 bend to my will. I know oh, you. Oh my god. You'll be like, I'll take the over. Okay, All next, right. Sean Monahan. <laughs> Sean Monahan, eighty points. I have the under. I'm gonna have under as well. I thought I was gonna go first. Okay, under, <laughs> under. <laughs> we'll say something, dipshit. All right, so I'm just gonna go roll down my list. That yep. It's a little bit off. So uh, next on my list, I have Elias Lindholm with sixty-five points. I think he's gonna be over that. I'm I'm, ho- I'm pretty hopeful. For I'm him. taking the under. Over and under. I'm such a negative piece of sh- shit. <laughs> yeah, until oh, it comes to Lucic. <laughs> Jesus. Right? I've got every... Oh, this guy's expected goodness. to regress, except Lucic <laughs> is going to be awesome. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. The next one, here we have Kachuk at 75 points. And I would, I would love to see him be over that, but I think he'll be under it. Okay, I'm going to go against my projection. I'm going to go over. Okay. Even though I projected him to have 71 points. You have to have some that are over. I have to have totally. some that are over. <laughs> Lucic, baby. Yeah. So the next one, we have Mark Giordano. Oh, boy. And I'm going to say under. I'm going to say under as well. And he's at 65 points on yeah. here. So two for under. Uh, next one's Michael Backlund, 45 points. I'm going to I'm gonna say over. Okay, I I'll think he's going to be a little bit better than that. I'll take the under. And next on my list here is uh, Derek Ryan working down the list with 30 points. And I I think he's going to be right around that. But I'm going to say under. I'll take the over. I'll take the over on Doc Ryan. 
Uh, he's a Mormon. Maybe he's just been praying all. I don't even know if he's Mormon. We're just assume the I way say that all the time. I'm pretty sure he's a Mormon. Sorry if anybody's a Mormon and I'm making. Derek fun. Ryan, that Mormon, he's just praying to Joseph Smith for more goals. Joseph Smith, please give me more goals. They don't pray to Joseph Smith. What Do are they? you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything. Me neither. <laughs> All right, uh, should I do Froleek? He's not on my list. Let's leave Froleek off we'll the list. We'll leave Froleek off the list. I just, well, holy shit, I sure, yeah, we'll leave him He better off. be off the list, <laughs> holy fuck. Right? All right, uh, next on my list I have uh, TJ Brody, Okay. 32 points. Um, I'm going to say he's going to be under. Under 32? I'll mm. take the over. Over, all right. I'll take the over for my boy TJ. Uh, next on my list here is uh, Noah Hannafin okay. at 37 points. I'll so, take the I'll take the over on that one. You're gonna take over on I that. I know you're supposed to go first, but no, that's okay. I'll take I, the over. I'm gonna say under, okay. just to go opposite of you. I told you not to do that. Well, I don't know. I think he's useless. I'm, it's my list. I think that's the points he's gonna get. So All right. we're gonna go off that. All right, Mark Jankowski, thirty points. I'm gonna say under. I'm gonna say under. I can't stand him. All right, next one, Sam Bennett, thirty points. I'm going to say over because yeah. I'm hoping to God he just blows up and gets 60 points. I'll take under. Under 30? Oh, no. I hope not. <laughs> I'm skeptical of everyone God but Lucic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I can't. I, I Whatever. You're, okay. Keep going. Rasmus Anderson, 27 points. I'll take I'm, the over, baby. Yeah, I'm going over as well. Over and over. The next one here, we have Travis Hamanick with 20 points. I'm going to say he's going to be under. I'll take over, just because to be contrarian. Okay. Milan fucking Lucic. Over, baby! <laughs> 20 points. He's going over. He's getting 28 points this year. Book it right you're gonna now. Have to buy a, you're going to have to buy a jersey. No, no. So the bet is if Lucic gets 15 goals and 30 points, I have to buy a Lucic jersey. So so you have it just under that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go under. Okay. We'll we'll see how he's utilized. I I I'll see. I don't know. I don't really believe in him. All right, let's do Zarn- Austin Zarnik's next on my list. Hopefully, he gets utilized this year. I'm at 15 points. I'm gonna say under. I'll take over. Okay. And then next is Manji Pani on here of 27 points. You're going you know over. No, I'm going over, baby. Love the guy. I'm gonna go. I'll go over as well. I'm hoping they I actually want to be different, but I'll too. take over. Yeah, I I hope they actually utilize him, and like I love. I guess the way you can't he's utilize playing. everybody, but yeah, I know <laughs> that's true. Here's me. They need to utilize Zarnik, Dubé, Magipani, but also Lucic will score thirty points. <laughs> I'm all over the place. All right, last one on the list. The math has failed me again. Is <laughs> is Shillington with fifteen points? I haven't. Yeah, I'm gonna go under. I'm gonna go. Ooh, I'm gonna go over. You're going to go over? Well, I have him right at 15, so I'll take yeah. the over. All right. So that that's what I have for the list anyways. We that's do not have Valimaki because there's no idea when he's going to be back. But yeah, I don't is know. There, is there any guys on the team that you really think are going to break out? Like, well, I know Manji Penny. Penny, obviously. Um, okay. We just did the deep dive on Lucic. So, like, I think he could be – I think he could put up a few points. So I'll say that. I would, and, oh, I would love to see Lucic outscore Neil. I don't know though. Oh, geez. unbelievable! We don't get that draft pick it. though. I I don't care. Me either. Fuck the others. I don't know, man. Like, kind of my breakout guys, other than Manji Pani, is I get in terms of points. 
I could see Anderson putting up some points this year, yep. especially if he's getting more time with Geo and he gets some power play time, which I think he deserves, because um, I think he could run that power play really well. Um, but like, yeah, other than I, I don't want to, I don't want to say like guys like oh Dubé is gonna break out because I don't know. It depends how he's utilized. Mm-hmm. Zarnik, I don't know. So like the two that I really think, Manjipani and Rasmus Anderson, and the other one I'm really curious about actually is Hannafin. Yeah, because I know we did a full pod on him, but I mean, I could see his point totals uh, go up to like forty plus this year. Did I take the over on him? Yeah, he took over. I yeah, because like he he get I could just see him. I could see his points finally maybe taking a bit of a climb up a bit to that forty range. So, well, I'd love to see it since we gave up Dougie for him to <laughs> turn into that top that top pairing. He's guy, never going right? to turn into Dougie Hamilton. But my kind of three guys in terms of like points who could break out are Manjipani. Noah Hannafin and Rasmus Anderson. Yeah. And yeah. Milan Lucic. Milan Lucic. <laughs> oh, Jesus. man. I, I, every year I've been wanting Bennett to Yeah, I know break everybody out, does. Like, I just, I don't know. I think he is what he is at this point. But again, I'd lo- again if he plays on the second line right wing and is a six, 50 to 60 point guy, we again, if if one of those guys, if Mangiapani or Bennett has like a breakout season, we are instantly in the Stanley Cup conversation, I think, because that adds adds a top six guy that we're still lacking. So, yeah, and then it makes your bottom six even deeper because yeah. you actually have that depth up front too. So yeah, my candidates for like kind of like not even a breakout, but maybe more points than people expect are Hannafin, Anderson, and uh, Manjipani. Yeah, cool. All right, well that was kind of fun. Yeah, I don't mind that. Say goodbye to Matt for another five weeks. Yeah, hopefully not. We are we'll releasing, see. this one will come out, we'll do, we did a goalie one, so we got a deep dive into the goalies, and then we'll be back next week. Hopefully something happens now that it's September. My God. Oh, it's got to happen soon or else you're just not going to sign him, I guess. It was supposed to be the summer of George. The summer of George. See you guys in a month. 